We, the Black Delegation, listen to Oklahoma's favorite podcast, one of the hottest podcasts, The Elijah Bailey Show. You dig? The Elijah Bailey Show is sponsored by Black and Studios, Oklahoma's premier and finest podcasting production company. To join them, simply go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat at Black and Studios. If you want to be a podcaster of Black and Studios, simply send an email into podcast at blackandstudios.com. Also, visit them on their website, www.blackandstudios.com. Remember, it's Black The Elijah Bailey Show is also sponsored by... Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Elijah 5000. Today, I've got a special offer for you. If you like wearing badass shirts, original themes from pop culture, comic book, and anime culture from original artists, then use our promo code at checkout at www.riptapparel.com. Promo code Elijah Bailey Show gives you a 10% discount, so you're paying less than anyone else. Make sure to go, get your shirt, look cool as hell, and stay ripped. And three, two, and one. And we are back yet again here at Black and Studios, Oklahoma's most illustrious and sexy podcast where you can find I, Elijah Bailey. And me, Richard Taraplin. Who are the elite, as you heard last episode, you motherfucker. We're the elite in OKC when it comes to podcasting. And we're... Ouch. What did you say ouch for? I, I was actually playing on my feet, and I did something to my pinky toe and hurt. <laughs> Why do you always do this? So you punch me, you hurt your elbow. Mm-hmm. And you work out and hurt your elbow. Mm-hmm. You play footsie with yourself and hurt your feet. Mm-hmm. Is this like a masochistic thing? I, I feel like pain lets you know that you're still alive. Okay, I, I can agree yeah, with that. Yeah. Okay, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just got to, you know. You just do it to yourself? Yeah. What are you saying? Okay. Mm-hmm. Got you. And we're here yet again to bring you another amazing podcast. Now, this between the last episode and this episode, this is episode 87 of the Elijah Bailey Show, there's been a ton of fucking shit going down. San Diego Comic-Con has relinquished all of the goodies on us. And so we are going to... Like all in the face. Dude. Face, neck, chest, in your hair. It's like, the place. Do not care. In the crevices. Got to wear goggles. You're going to get pink eye. Because mm-hmm. San Diego Comic-Con, Marvel Studios... DC Extended Universe, they gave us every fucking thing they had. And so this episode, we're going to go into that. But don't fret, because we are also going to hit episode 100 of DBS. With, Ooh. I know, I know. Gave me chills. With that, the Elijah Bailey Show starts right now. I'm back, back to you Sing it. again. We're here. Sing I don't think that was. Sing <laughs> and we're back with Education's Chap Nine, bitch. Sing you know what that reminded me of? Uh, I, I talked to you yesterday about this uh, Scooby Apocalypse. I've been yeah, reading that actually sounds pretty cool. I did not get to the end of that comic yet, and if you guys haven't read it, the uh, Scooby Doo has been reimagined in the comic, so. It's a little bit more, it's more grittier. It's a world of zombies and mutants. Scooby had some biomechanics implanted into his brain and Ooh, stuff so he could contact. It was. But it was so cool because Scooby is fucking genius. 
he has some he's genius and he's a dog so it kind of makes you look at your dogs a little bit different like do you guys think the same way that scooby does <laughs> uh, velma is a genius who's actually wor- working on the serum to reverse this plague shaggy is got this rifle strapped to his back he's like not as goofy and not as scared, but at the same time, he's not trying to get in the thick of everything. So he's like a gunslinger. Exactly. Interesting. Brave from afar and up close, I'm a little bitch. <laughs> uh, Freddie actually has uh, the the chapter that I'm on, issue 14, and he's actually broken his leg, but he's got a cast on, and he's still fucking out there working with the rest of them. Hmm. And Daphne and Velma have this back and forth where Daphne is uh, – she just doesn't like the way that Velma comes off all snooty. And it's funny because they make references to some of the comedic stuff in Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. where uh, Shaggy says zoinks and Velma says jinky. And, oh, so they still pay homage to the original. Yeah, and it's it's real smart the way they do it because Daphne's like, what the hell is zoinks mean? And he's like, well, zoinks is, and then Velma comes in. That's just a term of expression. And she's like, this coming from somebody that always exclaims jinkies. And uh, I think either Shaggy or Fred jump in and said, well, Daphne, you, you know, you say this, too. And I forget what the phrase that Daphne always says. Um, but it, I, mean, I don't remember either. But they have, like, everybody's phrases in there, like, why the fuck are you guys saying this? We're in the middle of a zombie apocalypse. Are you saying some stupid shit? It's not even in Hooked on Phonics. But it's like, <laughs> hey, we're just expressing ourselves right now. But it's a cool story. And, like, later in the book, you meet Scrappy-Doo. Oh, is she still like a young pup? Or is he kind uh, of uh, a little bit older? Scrappy looks like he's fucking Vin Rames. He's walking on two legs, and he's ready to beat the fuck out of everybody. Oh. But Scooby is still his uncle, so he knows his place. Okay. So I think they're going to bring in like Scooby Nut, Scooby Dumb, and, and rest of oh, Scooby's yeah, I brothers and family. So it's, it's a nice little read. If you guys pick up the series, again, it's Scooby Apocalypse. You guys have to check that out. That's one of the comics that I'm reading right now. Uh, the other one was Green Lantern and Space Ghost, which was fucking awesome. Mm, they got it all Space Ghost. Mm, man, I, I I did not think it was going to be that good. Because, I mean, it's, you're combining two of your favorite things, Hanna-Barbera, which is Space Ghost, and then Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. And you're sitting there like, how are they going to make this fucking work? Well, Hal gets called to another sector because of a transmission, but so does Space Ghost because he's a peacekeeper. And mm-hmm. he his planet is desolate. There's nothing on it, but he gets called around all these different galaxies trying to help people. And so the first time they meet, like any other superheroes, they they bang and they clash. It's like, you motherfuckers. Like, I feel like Space Ghost wanted to say you motherfuckers, but he's so good, he doesn't ever say anything too bad. He's like, you evildoers. And he's like shooting his rays and shit at him. So... It looks nice. It's a real good read-through. I know that they did a whole bunch of other ones like Batman and Elmer Fudd, and they they were mixing uh, Looney Tunes and Barbera cartoons with DC Comics. And from that comic right there, it was just like, we're coming together to save these people that have had the wool pulled over their eyes. I need to let you borrow them because they're really, really good reads. Hmm. Uh, Definitely check that out. Yeah. All right. So, folks, before we get started and we go into one of the segments we haven't done in quite some time, We're going to take a quick pause for the cause. And when we come back, we're going to open up the duffel bag. This is Richard Taplin, host of Black and Studios, The Black Box. Join 
Elijah Bailey, and myself as we explore new topics on how to self-improve ourselves and also find out about everything that's going on behind the scenes at Black & Studios. Please be sure to follow us at Black & Studios on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and also come to our website, blackandstudios.com, where you can find all the podcasts we record here. And to find this show, just type in Black & Studios, The Black Box on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Podbean, you name it. Once again, thank you for your support, and remember, it's Black & Say it again. Excuse it. Excuse it. You know, I ran into somebody that had seen the "Oh No, Baby," and he, oh, was, yeah. he was like, "He's like, no, you gotta say it like this." And he was doing it, you know, kind of wrong. I was like, "I know who you're talking about." He's like, "Oh no, baby! Oh, what is no. you doing, what baby? Are you doing? You all over the place, baby. Why you get up off of there? Why are you doing that? Why are you dancing on that table? Get off of there! Oh no, baby! But we are back with the duffel bag." <laughs> Thought the zipper was stuck. Ah, I did it. <laughs> I did it. It's just like a high and to a low. What we're gonna do is we're gonna cover all the shit that was that was talked about and, and reviewed at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, well, I say all, but all the shit that we're interested yeah, in. Yeah, if I say there was a lot of shit. And like, so, oh, there was. But let's go ahead and start right out the gate. Um, and we watch these trailers. I watch these trailers so many fucking mm-hmm. times. But we want to start with the the Justice League trailer. And what we're going to do, and so we're going to play the trailers, and then we'll talk about it afterwards. I want you to hear. If you haven't fucking watched these trailers, at least hearing these motherfuckers will spur you to go to YouTube or DC Comics or Marvel and watch this shit because there's some good things that are tied into each one of these. So let's start with the Justice League trailer. After the death of the Superman. And where is the Gotham back? The mass vigilante has been a no-show. They said the age of heroes would never come again. It has to. We don't have any more time. Something is coming. No lanterns. No Kryptonian. This world will fall. Like all the others. This is the days when one's biggest concerns were exploding wind-up penguins. This is crazy. Honestly, I think we're all gonna die. 
Each of us, in some way, is held back. Don't engage alone. We'll do this together. It's really cool. You guys seem ready to do battle and stuff, but I've never done battle. I've just pushed some people and run away. Relax, Alfred. I'll take it from here. Uh, d do I know you? Superman was a beacon to the world. He didn't just save people. He made them see the best parts of themselves. All right. I don't recognize this world. We don't have to recognize it. We just have to save it. How many of you are there? Not enough. Do you really think that... Oh, wow, they just... They really just vanish. Huh? Oh. That's rude. said you'd come. Now let's hope you're not too late. Mm. Mm. Justice League. You know what? What? What are you going to say? What do you, how do you feel about this? Uh, actually, I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, a lot better than the first trailer? Yes. Because yes. the first one was like... Okay, they're showing us the big scenes, but yeah, now they've had, shown us. Yeah, it had too much going on the first one. Uh, this one, and I think this should have honestly been the first, the first trailer. one. Yeah, because uh, this shows a little bit of what's going on. It sets the mood for the Justice League. Mm -hmm. um, we get to see all the you know, the superheroes. We, we hear Batman's MIA. We don't see Superman. Correct. Um, so, yeah, it kind of set the mood a little bit. And the, the very first piece, there's no Guardians here. So he's uh, and there's no lanterns, there's no Kryptonian. So uh, again, when we talked about my dark side versus Thanos uh, battle, and we went into both sides of it, I do think that Steppenwolf, because you see him in here battling the Justice League, I think he's been going to other universes, the multiverse, and taking over those worlds, like in the comics. But we will only know when we actually watch it. Uh, one of the things that was interesting was watching Barry Allen, kind of touch through that glass and go through it because they just announced his standalone movie is going to be titled Flashpoint. Oh. So, and this ain't going to be the CW Flashpoint. This might be the one where we get Thomas Wayne uh, yeah, being yeah. Batman and his mom is a Joker. So, hmm, interesting. DCU is. I don't like his outfit. Which, oh, uh, Alan. Yeah. Yeah, the Flash outfit is a little weird. Um, yeah, it looks more like um, Robocop ish. Kind of like Injustice, where it's all the heavy armor. Yeah. But I did hear, I heard this was a rumor, but this Justice League was supposed to lead into Injustice. And then later on, when we do Justice League again, it'll be our Justice League. So he he might have the. Like what? Like when we're old? 
No, everything's moving fast. No, I'm talking about another Justice League. That would probably be when we're old and they're redoing the whole series again. No, it's going with this series because they have part one with Steppenwolf. Part two is most likely going to be Dark Side. I don't think it's going to last that long. I think, uh, you know, just the phases mm. of humanity. I think it, it's going to the superhero thing is going to wean off for mm. a good decade. That's what it did last, like, you know, in the well, 2000s. They're not, they're not going to be done until, well... In the early 2000s, the, from 2000 to 2010-ish, like we really didn't have any superheroes. We didn't have as much as we have now. We not have, like, one or two much. Too many because everybody's trying to figure out how to do it after Batman. Because Batman well, and Superman X-Men were the only was two. kind of... Yeah, they didn't get strong. the they didn't get the response they wanted, and then they. Kind of I just think we didn't have any Superman. I mean, we didn't have any superheroes that was just hardcore like they are now. But I think that's the same thing if we look back in, you know, even the, before, even before that, you know, in the eighties and seventies, that's when you know superheroes mm-hmm. was getting big and stuff, and it kind of died off again. See, because I don't think we're gonna make it to the Justice League. Because when I <laughs> when I uh, when they slated everything, Richard's for, prediction when they slated everything for two thousand and twenty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, man, they can't. I mean, they're going to be doing four movies every year, and they upped it this year to five movies, and everybody's highly anticipating all these movies. But the same thing is, uh, or the the one of the things is, Marvel and DC are getting rights to characters they didn't have as well, and so they're trying to make the most out of it because the dramatic scene for movies and and everything is kind of turning to indie indie culture movies yeah. where you have the the creative films which there's nothing wrong with but the the scene the landscape is changing for films now there have been some that have been coming out that are fucking phenomenal but if you have uh, Ryan Coogler's Black Panther that hit, that kills the box office we just had Spider-Man Homecoming and then Wonder Woman I think you'll have some that stay around um but it just depends because now we did hear that Ben Affleck's no longer going to be Batman in a standalone Batman movie which I think is bullshit I'm about to say how do you feel about that I think it's, I see you think it's bullshit. Yeah, I think it's bullshit because I thought he was he was a good Batman. I thought he was a good uh, Frank Miller Batman that I wanted to see, even though he He's did kill. Old, but Frank Miller's Batman was old. They've already set him up to be an older Batman. Yeah, but and they're doing all this stuff back like the I'm Batman, ready for a younger Batman. I don't know who they're going to pull ready in for, for a Batman. A, and I think they really it sucks that they're already in this like this this phase. Because yeah, because it'd be really cool to have a Batman in his more, late twenties. Yeah, like the player, Bruce Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, not the Not whole... the one that's already given all that up and just could yeah, devote it. Yeah, I, I, want, I want a player Batman. I want So the... you want like a year one Batman. Not like, that not that crucial. Like, I mean, like when I want, he was still like, dabbling in both lives. I want like the animated series Batman. Mm. That's what I want. I want... <laughs> Are you having fun, Barbara? Yeah, I, I want someone yeah, who yeah. like will go to... Uh, a cocktail party, yeah, and have to dip out, yeah, and, and, dip, then, and dip out with class, not like how old boy dipped out. Who was a Batman before? Um, you mean uh, Chris Nolan's Batman? Yeah, not like him. He was yeah. too, he was too serious. Sloppy. Like he had something up his ass, and yeah, it was a different. I, I, I need, I need a, those were different times. Yeah, I, I need like <laughs> the because I think I just saw the episode where um, Batman flew over to uh, what's what's. Superhero or Superman's place called Met, Metropolis. Uh, Metropolis. And, you know, he, he took Lois Lane out, caked her up, and everything. Oh, he had dude, her yeah. feeling he, good while they she were trying, was about they were to trying, switch sides. Yeah, they were trying to figure out why the Joker was in town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, he was all caked up to her, cheesing, kicking it at you know at her crib. And have you ever seen Wayne Tech before? Yeah, like, it was oh. it was just cool to see that Batman. It was yeah. a little bit humorous, but he was still very very serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, we're getting off. Subject. No, that would that would be good though. So. Ben Affleck's out. Let's get a younger Batman. We don't have to slate in because I didn't want him to be older than Superman. I think Batman. 
has done enough. Like by the time he was 29, he had several PhDs and masters and everything else. So he's always smarter. He didn't have to wait until he's in his 40s. So, uh, but let's keep things moving. I think that uh, Justice League is going to be. Uh, let's do this for today. Let's uh, let's go have a rating system. Okay. Uh, let's okay. just do one through five. One through five. Yes. No, okay. let's do one through ten. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say. Sorry. Okay. So I gonna, sorry for trying to play you like that. No, 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 no. So how? What do you rate Justice League out of a ten on? What's going to be our rating? How good we think it's going to be? Yeah, or, ten is like, or based mm, on the trailer. The trailer, based off trailer. We're just going off trailers today. I'm gonna give it eight and a half. Eight and a half. Eight point five. Yeah. Okay. I give it about a six. Six. Okay. Seven. I'll give it seven. Never mind. I'll okay. Give it seven. All right. Next up on the list, sir. Next, we're gonna take a look. We're gonna go straight over to Marvel and see Thor Ragnarok. So much has happened since I last saw you. I lost my hammer, like yesterday, so that's still pretty fresh. And then I went on a journey of self-discovery. Where I met you. Where are we? You have no idea. Hello, the goddess of death has invaded Asgard. Oh, I've missed this. And you and I had a fight recently. Did I win? No, I won easily. Doesn't sound right. Well, that's true. Asgard is dead. And it'll be reborn in my image. I thought you'd be glad to see me. I need to stop her here and now to prevent Ragnarok, the end of everything. So I'm putting together a team. Like the old days. Surprise! This will be such fun. Hello. Hi. He's a fighter. Not a queen or a monster. I'm the goddess of death. What were you the god of again? We're the same, you and I. Just a couple of hot-headed fools. Yeah, same. Hulk like fire, mm. Thor like water. Well, kind of both like fire. But Hulk like raging fire. So I like smoldering fire. Mmm. <laughs> delicious. Yes. Delicious treat. Yes. Uh, we did get to see that um, Hulk and Thor both got haircuts. Yes, they both did. How, how'd you feel about that? Uh, Hulk, I think the short hair Hulk is all right. Yeah, the short hair Hulk is okay because it's like he's just got like a little taper going on, a little fade. But uh, uh, I, I don't really care for Thor's short haircut. He needs the locks. Yeah, he needs the locks. He, he is just, a Viking. He's an Asgardian. Exactly. You yeah, need the need locks the long with the hair. beard. You just... Come on, you can't you can't be getting haircuts. But you know what I'm saying. But <laughs> he is enslaved on this planet, so he's making the the most of it. So his hair will grow back out over time. Uh, but I did like the fact at the end of the trailer, you did hear Hulk speak. 
You yeah, heard him like, talk. Like not trippy. Like yeah. he, he was still kind of you know in his mood, but it was it was actually kind of cool. And yeah. he was low key clowning. Because uh, when I saw that, I thought he was going to punch Thor like he did in the first. I one. did too. But I was there. waiting for it. But and maybe and maybe they're saving that. Mm-hmm. It'd be a nice treat, a little callback to the first time they met, that little partnership. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you you hear a lot of witty banner between Bruce Banner instead of just Hulk and Thor, but Bruce Banner and Thor. And he's like, you heard him talk about, yeah, we had a fight. Did I win? No, no, I won easily. He's like, that doesn't sound right. Uh, well, it's true. <laughs> you know, just lying his ass off. But this whole deal is we're finding that Thor is kidnapped after the goddess of death destroys his hammer and and then we got to give a call out to her too because she is bringing um scourge with her as well if you see him in the background and he's the guy with the bald head and the lines coming up that's her right hand man or her her henchman uh for this now you see the destruction of asgard you see her taking over her rightful throne and it, it begs us to ask where is the omnipotent lord where's thor's father at where is uh fucking the Man, God, I said man at arms. Uh, where is <laughs> the Thor? dude with the sword thingy? Not Odin, but where's Thor's group? Group? At? Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah, where's yeah. Odin at? Where's Thor's crew? Where his gang at? They just get punked out. But we do see a stand-in Avenger or Guardians of the Galaxy crew with Thor, Hulk, and Loki, and we have this mysterious light-skinned uh, fighter, this warrior who was cool because you don't get to see too many females of color that are warriors on that side. I mean, unless you're looking forward to the Black Panther movie coming out. So she's all the way in outer space. It looks like she is a collector of fighters for this galactic. Um, what would you, what do they call that? Um, Patrol? No, gladiators, galactic oh, gladiators. Okay, okay, she, okay. she brings them in. Uh, I think they can fight and puts them in there for the amusement of all the people that come and watch. Right. And so she, something happens over time where she betrays, what her duty is, and she helps Thor out. And it was interesting to see Loki again because you're like, oh, we aren't going to see Loki. Uh, yeah, well, we're Loki. always going to see Loki. <laughs> and he plays, and, and what we'll do for the next one, before we go to the next movie trailer, I'm going to read what Marvel put out about Affinity Wars uh, because there was a leaked video, but that video, is, I mean, that's gone. Mm-hmm. But before that, there was a reporter that actually reported everything that was going on for that movie. But out of 10, what do you give it? I give it about a solid eight. You give it an eight? Mm-hmm. I'm still thinking, because I, I, I like this one a lot better. The music, the tonality, the humor, still with the action and combat, and you know what's going on on a galactic scale. This is leading to Avengers Infinity Wars. I'm giving it a nine. I had to bump it up just a little bit from Justice League because Avengers and these films have not proven themselves wrong. And from Guardians of the Galaxy 1, 2, Spider-Man, everything has been moving into a more comic book slash comedic slash action way that has been captivating the audience and i can't have any reserves on this movie i feel like it's going to be really good and i th- I, I love the story uh, uh a broken mjolnir and a broken thor who is now a slave even though he goes on this journey this quest to find himself he gets captured with a fucking electric net so our, our god of thunder he got he got fizzled out with that thunder. So, mm-hmm. so before we go on uh, to the next trailer, like I said, I want to pull up this and and read this. This is from Avengers: Affinity Wars because it was it was leaked, and there have been many many uh, pop ups and posts on Facebook, but it keeps getting taken down. And we actually reviewed this a week before anybody got to see that trailer and put it up as a leaked trailer. There was a an editor that was 
at Comic-Con and got to see some footage way ahead of time for the Avengers of Any Wars. And I really like the callback because all the characters that we've seen up until now actually play this huge part in fighting Thanos. So for the Avengers Affinity Wars, uh, the footage begins with probably a two-minute intro of footage from the first several movies, all focusing on the Infinity Stones uh, we've seen so far. Then the Marvel logo goes across the screen, and then there's some new stuff. The Guardians of the Galaxy are flying around. Uh, Put on your mean faces, Star-Lord says, because he expects something nasty. Uh, There has been crazy destruction, and then a body smashes up against the ship. And it's not against the side of the ship. It's like right on the window shield. He's like, "Uh, get it away, Rocket says. They bring in the body, and it's Thor. Short hair Thor. He hasn't grown his hair yet back. This is right after the events that happened in Ragnarok, we're guessing. Uh, Manus wakes him up, and Thor jumps up and exclaims, who the hell are you guys? Screen goes black. Uh, Next, we see the Guardians with Thor flying to another planet. And when they arrive again, it's just massive destruction. Uh, They all know something is very wrong. Cut to Earth. Scarlet Witch is moving around some cars. And when I watched the film, she wasn't moving around cars. She had something was shot at her. And she kind of did that that Neo Matrix bend and kind of redirected that orb. Uh, and then a voice, a female voiceover says death follows him like a shadow. Loki emerges and presents the Tesseract to someone who is taller than him cut to Queens and the hair on the arm of a young Peter Parker stands up on end. He turns around in fear. And when he sees a flying ship towards the planet, he, we assume is earth. Uh, it goes into, we have one advantage. Tony Stark says he's coming to us. As a ship crashes, we see Mantis, Iron Man, Star Lord, Dr. Strange, and a few other characters in total shock. Fun really isn't something one considers when balancing the universe, a voice says. Gamora turns around in total horror, but this puts a smile on my face. Star-Lord, oh no. And out of the black hole, and it's a black little void, emerges the purple madman, Thanos. A fight begins. Doctor Strange is putting down platforms and Star-Lord is jumping off of them, shooting his guns. Cut to Spider-Man in his new uh, suit that was revealed at the end of Homecoming, the Iron Spider, jumping through the air. A shot of vision behind bars, a shot of a Wakandan army, which is uh, includes Bucky, and Captain America comes out of the shadows with a full beard as Nomad. Black Widow is shown with blonde hair. Iron Man has a new, very sleek armor. Someone is using the Hulkbuster armor. Just a huge montage of different shots. Peter Parker's on the ground very hurt. I'm sorry, Tony, uh, he says behind tears while Iron Man is holding his head. Thanos grabs Thor's head and squeezes Then Thanos, in the heat of battle with the Infinity Gauntlet on his hand, uses the power of two stones and drags the moon to Earth. And you see all this debris coming to, well, whatever planet they're on. Uh, He starts to drag it towards whatever planet everybody's standing on. The debris starts to fly, and then boom, cut to the title credits, Avengers Infinity Wars. So that is the leaked footage that is, is seemingly nowhere to be found on the Internet anymore. But it shows like all the movies that we've seen so far are coming together. We only really get to see Bucky and Cap and, and Black Widow. Uh, but I think in the clip, too, I saw Falcon pop up somewhere. So we're going to see there's over 47, 48 characters in this film battling the Mad Titan Thanos. Hmm. So based off of that, how do you feel? Because you're not getting to see it. You're just getting to hear it. Eh. Eh. You think it's going to be too much? No, I don't think it's going to be too much. Cause I think they know what they're doing. Mm, uh, just okay. like Civil War wasn't too much. Yeah, but Civil War. It, it had to be something I have to just see, honestly. Like mm-hmm. speculations like that or whatever uh, doesn't really get me going, just because 
I'm not anxious. I'm not that anxious to where I need to be spooled like that. I can mm. wait for the whenever the company feels like their product is ready to be shown. Uh, instead of having a rumor or a visual paint or visual uh, read to happen for me well, to be able to, and this was this was uh, this was before uh, San Diego Comic Con because the leak was from fans. This was given to the press to come in and actually write about to kind of get everybody hyped up. But you still want to see it visually, yeah? I rather just instead see it of just having them write it down. Yeah, I mean, we, we, the press is dead. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the press is dead, dude. I mean, the, I, the press is not dead. Yeah, but but, but something like this, I rather just give the company their respect and just wait until watch it. Yeah, yeah we just wait until you know they have it ready. But. You ready to rock and roll? Oh yeah, yeah. So we, we still can, we still got some trailers we, over yeah, here, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So so what's the next one on the list? We We're going back Flash, to DC. Man. We're going to Flash season four. My name is Iris West. Will you marry me? Yes. And I was supposed to marry the fastest man alive. Keep loving. Keep running for me. I promised him I'd run. So that's what I've been doing, running as fast as I can. How could you possibly be fine? Dad, what do you want me to do? Curl up in a ball and cry all day? Sometimes I feel like if I believe in something hard enough, that'll make it real. I miss my friend. Barry's not coming back. You don't know that. Barry told me to be strong and being strong. Guys, what are we looking at? <laughs> Expecting someone else? Hey, hey, hey. I don't understand. This should have worked. Dead bang, fellas. Please to the pilot! You're up against some bad hombres. And what do you think you're going to do against us with a sword? <laughs> The hell kind of sword is that? If we don't offer up the flash, people are going to die and that's going to be on us. I made a few slight modifications, as Captain Solo would say. Iris, you of all people, how can you not be in on this? I've got a lock on something. It's him. It's him! Thanks for watching. Subscribe to our channel. To You're watch welcome. Behind the Cisco. scenes video and <laughs> we know that Barry Allen went into the Speed Force to take his his rightful place. I mean, because he created this, and it's weird. He created in the future as this little prison. Well, I'm gonna let you explain that, dude. No, I mean he created the prison. No, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just gonna so, let you explain it because it is confusing oh. <laughs> as hell. Like for anybody to explain it. He, like I understand it because I watched it. Mm -hmm. I couldn't explain it. Go and, ahead. And, uh, so he created this future prison in the Speed Force to capture. Uh, who was the big bad? It wasn't Zoom this time. It was uh, a Sav uh, Savitar. Savitar. And so yeah, the God of Speed who uh, is oh, Barry. Yeah, which is weird because in the comics it wasn't Barry. It's was another guy that lived. Thousands of years ago, that had an a airplane cult. pilot, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he had a cult pray to him, and he he crashed and got speed and was locked in there. Also, on the show, he it's there Barry. has to be yeah, everybody's Barry. Everything is Barry, but uh, well, actually, it's a clone of Barry that didn't get the respect he needed. 
when uh, he didn't get that hug he needed. He just needed to hug. Some people just need a hug. We and talked we, about this a long do. time ago. And, and every time I see someone, like, oh, that motherfucker just, he just need needs a hug. hug. But uh, apparently somebody has to hold the plates or it throws off the natural balance of the speed force, which we saw what was happening at the end of season three. Uh, all the energy was coming out of it and destroying the city and destroying the world. So Barry went in as the selfless hero as he is to take the take his rightful place and, and put everything back right in the world. And so we're trying to figure out, because they said there would be no Flash this season. We have Jay Garrick, we have Jesse Quick, we have Kid Flash all protecting the city as well as, you know, the Arrowverse and everybody else can come over mm-hmm. and protect as well. But it seems that Iris West, or Iris, she's not West yet, or I mean West Allen, but Iris West is taking on Barry's role as the heart of the team and making sure Cisco stays motivated, trying to move past Everybody's things with all Joe. Everybody's right now. Yeah, and and it's kind of a, a direct inverse of what happened before when Barry went to the future and he saw how when he was sad that Iris died, how everybody else was trying to cheer him up and get back in, not in his good graces, but be a team. Iris is keeping that team together. And there's some pivotal point in there where Cisco doesn't agree with why Iris doesn't do something. I think it's trying to pull Barry out of the speed force. Um, but we do know in the comics, Flash comes out of the speed force. Wally goes in at one point in time. Uh, Flash uh, is getting turned into Death, the, the racer, or Black Flash that you see on the show. There's just a lot of different stuff that could happen A lot with of the stuff show. going on with the show. So, but, but I'm, I'm excited they, about They do a good four. job at, you know, when you're watching it. I know it probably sounds slightly confusing for the average uh, Flash watcher on CW, but... As we all know, CW does a really good job at making sense of it all. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Their trailers never make sense. But but when the show uh, comes. When the show comes and you watch like, each episode, ah. the story has been told good. Yeah. So what would you give it? For this season, because it's not centered around the actual hero, but I guess what they represented, I'm going to give it out of 10. I'm looking forward to it. Maybe I'm going to push it up to an 8. An 8? Yeah. Because I, I was... I was around seven ish. That's where I'm at. And then I'm, I'm at a seven just because because Iris is being strong. She's not being no bitch, and she was strong with facing her death. But it sounds too. like this is going to be a very emotional season, which yeah. is something that I did not like of Arrow, mm-hmm. and that's what made me fall off of Arrow because mm. when it's even two, when, when it's, it's Candace, Candace Patton, dude, when coming it's Iris, when it's, I, and I love her like she's so hot to me, mm-hmm. but. You know, I'll watch it for her. <laughs> you watch it for what about yeah, I, I got like, we, we got to see Kaylin Snow came back. She's not turning yeah, into Kaylin Frost. Yeah, Kaylin Snow's cool so. and everything like that. But like, I got a crush on her. On uh, Candace? Yeah, okay. Candace. So, so I'm, uh, I'm, if you're listening, we want you on the show. Yeah, just I think, to talk I think about she's amazing. I think she's cool and hot. But um, I just see it being an emotional show. Mm-hmm. I see her being the strong route, which is cool because I think you know that that's that's going to be fitting for We're, her character well, to be the, the strong one. And the other one, women don't just fall apart. All the time, like they used to in the exactly, 40s and, 50s, and I'm, and I'm so, glad yeah. they're showing that. But I think it's going to be like you're going to be seeing a lot of shit. You're going to be like, oh man, just suck it up. Barry's hmm. gone. Let's save the world. But that's my opinion. All right, let's go. On. Let's move on to the next one. The Something one that showed bit me in my face. That's okay. That's called love. Oh. Uh, we're going on to the show that you don't watch, Supergirl. <laughs> 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 let's, let's listen to Supergirl. decision I made he couldn't have made that sacrifice 
But me, I couldn't have lived with myself if I hadn't. I will always make the decision I made. I am not a human. I tried to be, but I'm not. Cara Danvers was a mistake. start with this okay okay so all of our other trailers so far Mm -hmm. and even the next one's coming up after this we've had a great job of vocals coming in you can actually hear the trailer hear people talking about what's going on supergirl sucks so bad all you guys all you guys just heard basically like i was at a maybe like a symphony (laughs) with a few words (laughs) that's fucked up continue sir i was gonna say this supergirl and supergirl's made two changes season one was not with Chris Berlanti and Andrew Kreisberg on CW. Second season was. This third season, we've got promises that a true crossover is going to happen where all characters are fighting or one opposing villain instead of it being miniseries. And then also, Supergirl, the dynamic has changed. They've got away from the Devil, uh, was it Devil World's Prada? from first season second season she wanted to be a reporter mm-hmm. like her cousin superman and this time she doesn't even want to be Kara Danvers anymore so we're going to see less of that we're going to see more action is what what I'm getting from it because she just wants to be super supergirl so this might be the right move every other show like even arrow started to pick up because Oliver Queen tried to become mayor of his, of you know his city he wants to be mayor and the Arrow. Barry Allen is working for the police department and being the Flash. Uh, legends of Tomorrow. I mean, they're. I mean, no, they don't have jobs. They're just legends. And so Supergirl now is just going from being a reporter and a superhero just to Supergirl. So I think we can expect some more changes. Hopefully, in the right direction. I don't want every episode to depend on Superman coming in and making the episode better. We did have uh, Linda Carter on there. Uh, to come in, and she's the president of the world that Supergirl lives in. Uh, we have the Martian Manhunter. We had Monel, and there's some tragedy at the end of season two. But I think the change is for the better, and Supergirl is going to continue to get better. It's just one of those that's, that's grown with time. But some of the acting on the show is really good acting. Some of the story might put people off. The I know some of the most compelling moments was Kara's sister, coming out as a lesbian and, and starting that relationship. We had Dean Kane, the original Superman. Well, not the original Superman, but uh, the Lois and Clark Superman come on the show. Um, I forget her name. She played Lois and Lois Clark. She was Monel's mother. Uh, so we're getting these other actors 
paying homage coming into the series and lending some of their know-how and some of their acting chops to the the season. And some of those episodes are a lot better. I did like the White Martian and Green Martian episodes because it kind of strayed from Supergirl and got back into Martian Manhunter's history. So we're learning more about the people around her versus just, I, I need to get her coffee and I need to be a great uh, secretary and do this. Uh, I have people in my circle that stand on their own, but when we come together, we're a lot stronger. So uh, I'm giving it a six and a half. I gave it like a two. Yeah, well, you don't watch it. So. Even if I watch it, dude, like I feel like a trailer should entice me to watch something. Which, that trailer did not just, entice me for, whatsoever to watch Supergirl. Well, the other trailer, there was no callback to previous seasons. I mean, you hear her talk about Monel, but it's just moving forward. It's not even going back to kind of recap or, or drive, bring you in, which all the trailers that we have, like Thor, he gave you an update on where he is. Justice League is basically an update from the previous trailer. Because this is the first time they're getting together. So, yeah, this was a standalone just like, hey, we got to get to fucking season three because there's, there's bigger, better things coming. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to Arrow, the sad, <laughs> the sad show. Did you ever think about why I chose the name Prometheus? He challenged the omnipotence of the gods. <laughs> Because like you, they play judge, jury, and executioner. But Prometheus took away their power. The people closest to you will always pay the most for their sins. You are paying for your fathers. Who will pay for yours? Oliver's gonna come for us. Yeah, I'm counting on it, sis. I need your help. My past is coming back to haunt me. Hello, Oliver. Welcome back to Purgatory. Sabotage the plane. We can't get off the island. There's an Argus supply ship on the eastern shore. That's on the other side of the island. Slade knows where it is. Go now. Hey. Hey, Oliver says there's a boat on the eastern shore. You lot won't make it in time. I'll take my own chances. William's younger than you were, so he's gonna be fine. What do you say? I have to find William! Samantha! Samantha! Because it's gonna be lonely without mom. It was just a dream. It's real. It's what happened. Where do you think the bad man is? Here. I got it from here.
All right. Season five of Arrow is out on DVD and Blu-ray. Mm -hmm. And thanks for watching. Subscribe to the CW to see more from Arrow. No, Mister Terrific. All right. So do they call him? Yeah, oh. he's the, he's the, he's the superhero, Mister Terrific. Has the T on his face. Yeah, I'm not a fan of him. Mm, I am. Sorry, he's good. Anyway, <laughs> so season six seems to pick up right off where uh, Adrian Chase and not giving too many spoilers. Uh, but he did well. Fuck this. Adrian Chase killed himself <laughs> in front of Oliver's son, who Oliver had a, a contract with his wife to, or not his wife, but his son's mom, his baby mama, not to see him because she didn't know what he was doing, but he couldn't tell the truth. She's like, "You must be up to something bad." So mm -hmm. we're kind of the ramifications of Oliver Queen being Oliver Queen are catching up with him. Uh, his son thinks that he's the bad guy, and he's staying with him. We don't know if Felicity and the rest of the gang made it out of Lee and Yu or they got blown up by Chase's explosions. And now Oliver also has Slade Wilson to deal with. Uh, we do see there's some kind of understanding between uh, Deathstroke and then Oliver Queen. Mm -hmm. And is Oliver still being the mayor of the city? He looks like he's still wearing his suit. But what's going to happen to Oliver after this? Another person killed himself when he was trying to bring them to justice, even though they were killing multiple people framed it on him, made him face some of his demons that he enjoyed killing after being tortured and um, made to be a killer by Amanda Waller and only in you and all of his experiences while he was gone. So it's just like everything's coming full circle in season six. And hopefully in this episode or in this season or in season seven, we get to, we get to have just the green arrow. Like I'm done being gloomy about everything. You know, when people ask me a question that are close to me that I'm training, I'll just be honest, be like, hey, I was tortured. I got flesh burned off me. I got stabbed. So if I'm not the most pleasant person, it's because of that. <laughs> and I know one way that works with the shit that I'm doing. So, mm -hmm. you know, either get on board or get the fuck out because he already was betrayed last season. So with all that, how do you feel about season six coming up? Surprisingly, and this is what I kind of go back to Supergirl. Mm -hmm. I haven't been watching Arrow whatsoever. Now, it might even be because I saw a Deathstroke, but me personally, I'm not even a fan of him and Oliver working together whatsoever. Mm, you um, like that? Yeah, I don't. I don't even think they should. I actually, I don't despise it when yeah, but villains work with heroes, but in this case, it's I don't like it. Uh, but I am still intrigued with the story. What they're like what's yeah, go what's on. going on? Like because we got to see a the lot of the characters. Spot. I don't even like anymore. This is the reason why I don't wow. even watch Arrow anymore, mm. and I don't even feel bad for not watching Arrow anymore. The couple times I gave it a try, I watched it. and I was like, mm. man, this is why I do not watch this show anymore. <laughs> but this actually makes me want to try it out again. So. Um, I, I give it about a good seven, uh, seven point five. That's what I was feeling because it felt like the. I mean, there was so much stuff. Felicity getting paralyzed, not being able to walk, having to have an implant to make her walk again. Then her getting mad at Oliver because he has a secret son and he made a promise that he's actually keeping that she bitched about him not keeping it. I was like, come on, dude. So I'm. Uh, would, would you give you said seven? Seven point five. I'm about seven point two and a half. Okay. Not 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 a complete seven. Not a complete seven and a half, but. In between. Mm, okay. Okay. Let's move on to our next show, Legend of Tomorrow, Season 3. Guys, 
I think we broke time. Each of these dots represents an anachronism. It's gonna take a lifetime to clean these up, maybe several. There's so much to be done. Where, where, where do we start? Welcome to the greatest show on the planet! We're bringing the circus to the circus. You three released a giant saber-toothed tiger. We're gonna need your shrink ray, Ray. I'm not particularly fond of that name. Rip has been hiding something from us. There's a greater evil coming. Tell me what we're facing here. You and your sorry excuse for a team could never handle it. Welcome back, Kuwasa. We're a team of outcasts and misfits. We can handle it. How is it you people haven't managed to kill yourselves yet? Day still young. This is amazing! Remember, legends never die. The Titanic had amazing food. I refuse to set foot on the Titanic. Whoever built that ship ought to be shot. <laughs> there we go. Logic. That's who he is. Oh, yeah. I the, know him from something else. Yeah, the second half, uh, Firestorm. And I've known him. Um, yeah. Have you? But anyways, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Season three already. I remember this was just coming out and the hype was It seems it. like it still just, just came out. I mean, and it's a good show because they travel through time, so you get to see everybody from Vandal Savage to fucking Jonah Hex. Uh, we even had the Reverse Flash and the Legion of Doom start in Legend of Tomorrow. So mm. they have a lot of a lot of stuff that, to work with. I think this trailer just speaks to the, I mean, you had the Legend of Music in the background. Uh, then you had the dramatic music. There are always going to be some... The different atmospheres and different environments. Yeah. But, I mean, it feels like Legends is going to continue to be a great show like it typically is. Uh, so I'm excited about season three. I was I was surprised at the end of season two that they landed in like the middle of a city and there was dinosaurs. So we got to figure out how they're going to fix time. And is this going to lead to you know a time community being built? Or is it just always going to be the Legends? Because if it is the Legends, they can live a lifetime... But at the end of all of their ventures, they got to go back to their time, and their bodies are going to be worn. They're going to be older, unless they use some kind of equipment to have like this these centuries of knowledge. But back into their old bodies and going back into their old life in 2016. So uh, I'm excited for it. I, yeah, I'm I'm excited for it too. I've actually never really just sat down and binge through mm-hmm. Legends of Tomorrow. Um, D watches it a lot. So I kind of watch it with her uh, every once in a while. Watch. Yeah, every episode I watch, I've never just like hated them or anything mm-hmm. like that. So honestly, after seeing this trailer, it does make me want to go ahead and try to binge Legends. Uh, I know it'll probably be something that I enjoy. So, you know, I'll, I'll give this trailer about a good, I'll give it a strong seven. See, I was going to give it an eight. An eight? Okay. Yeah. I, I got to stay. I mean, I'm staying within a range, a little pocket, but I love the characters. And then fucking Ray Palmer is just fucking hilarious so. so let's go on to marvel's defenders we were done with all our dc shit our dc stuff so now it's the defenders they're the greatest stories ever told heroes show us we don't need to be perfect to do what's right it's not about living without fear but facing injustice 
not about being powerful, but finding your calling when you least expect it. They show us it's okay to be vulnerable, no matter how tough you are. Because even though they're heroes, they're still human. Discover the greatest stories ever told. Only on Netflix. Looks like I got here just in time. Man, when you see the Punisher walk out at the at end. At the very end, just like. His new duds. Mm-hmm. Oh, but we did get to hear from the marvelous Stan Lee. And then uh, condolences to Stan Lee. He lost his wife, yeah. uh, Joan Lee. And they had been married ever since. Uh, I think I posted the story of how they met. He had come back from being in the military. Wanted to get married. Asked his friend, "Yeah, where can I find girls? You know, where can I get a job? Where can I find a girl?" And he sent him down to this modeling agency. And when he got there, the woman at the front desk—he was supposed to ask for one of the models, but he ran into his wife, and from there, it was history. So that love started when he first set foot back on U.S. soil, and it lasted all the way up until 2017. So we send out our condolences to the great Stanley, who's rocking the age of 94, 95. Uh, he's he's immortal. Yeah, he is. He's uh, again. He's a watcher. It's been confirmed, and we saw it in the last film that he is actually a watcher. So, uh, but but other than that, he narrates us through all four stories of the defenders, starting with Daredevil, then Jessica Jones. We have Luke Cage and Iron Fist, and this Iron Fist feels a lot better than the thirteen episode season that we saw on Netflix. Um, the defenders are coming together. They're not really sure about how they work together or if this is like they say this isn't a thing um matt murdoch is the weird one in the group because he's blind and yet he can tell <laughs> uh they they bring that he's like is that is that shrimp he's like no that's beef that one's shrimp it's like the guy pulling up the tray so you have a lot of callbacks you have a lot of humor like you see in in these netflix originals but there is an overall enemy there's an overall theme as always and it's going to take all four of them coming together to protect their city how do you feel about the Defenders? I'm excited for it because I loved all the net, uh, Netflix originals of how they did uh, the Marvel. Mm. What, what were they called again? What? What are those? The higher, um, Heroes for Hire? Heroes for Hire. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, there we go. That's where I was going at. Sorry. Um, so I'm excited about it. And they've been killing it, dude. Jessica. Yeah, they've been the, killing it. On the train drinks that whole fucking beer. And they're just like looking at it. It's like, it's, it's been a rough week. It's been a long week. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm super excited for it. And if you guys are not following these shows on Twitter, go ahead. Because they are always in character. You'll hear like Luke Cage will come on. He's like, man, it's been a long day. I need some coffee. You know, put out a tweet, talk about coffee. Or Jessica Jones be talking about uh, alcohol. Or, you know, how people are assholes. Daredevils always, you know, stuck fighting for the little guy, even though he shouldn't even be tweeting because he's blind. And then you have Danny Rand. <laughs> so they, they stay in character? Trinkle. Yeah. Oh, so it's nice. Cool. It's nice. They're no-selling it for everybody. And let's go. And we're going to dip out of Marvel and DC, and we're going to go into some of our favorite uh, HBO series, Ballers, season three. But before Psych. we do that, yeah, before we do that, <laughs> what do you rate Defenders? I, I give it a good 8.5. Oh, okay. I'm at 9. I'm at a nine, but it's close to a ten. But Danny Rand is still—he had his fist going and elbowed somebody. I didn't like that. You gotta use the fist. I would have got you a <laughs> nine and a half. All right, now for for HBO Ballers. Contrary to popular belief, football ain't fantasy. What's up? 
Ball's reality. The reality here is that it's our turn to step it up. Together, we are going to bring the football team to Las Vegas. So this is the next step in your global domination. We're feeling that adrenaline. It's in our blood. We're going to get it There's only one way to take a team to Vegas, and that's big. My rich friends are opening their checkbooks as we speak. I am the city of Las Vegas, and the only opinion I like is my own. <laughs> Who else are you going to trust to push football in Vegas? You feel me? I mean, I feel you. What do you mean? Do I understand? Yeah, I, I understand. This Vegas deal makes us legit. We were confessed, just like our first date. That was the best 97 seconds of your life. <laughs> Imagine a gourmet food court and craft cocktail bars. Wow! <laughs> Talking to really hate that guy. You're better when you're feisty. Let's Spencer, this deal is far bigger than you. Who wants what's easy to get? <laughs> there he is. Vintage Spencer Strassman. Just gave me chills, Joe. Some of us believe that we could do anything. Let's do this. You think it's a game? You think it's a game, huh? You think it's a game? Mm, man, the one thing I love about Baller is... It actually the... came out last night. Mmm. I got to catch up. July 23rd. We're recording this episode on July 24th. 24th. That's right. And I and I love Ballers. It's one of my favorite yeah, shows. Yeah, Ballers is the shit. I mean, you got the hardest working man out alive right now. Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. The Rock Johnson. And, uh, Spencer, the only thing I don't like about what? it is that it's only 30 minutes. Yeah, but I do. I mean. That's, that's, that's kind of weird for me to. That 30 minutes feels like long, though, too, no, sometimes. No, it feels short. No, not it every episode. short, Not dude. when they're doing, like, feels... everybody's story. Man, I, don't know, I want me, more. It feels like it's, it's super short. Mm. But Ballers, if you have not watched it, it's an HBO special. Um, basically, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, is a uh, sport agent. Yeah, and he looks out for talent mm-hmm. because he, tries, he you fucked know, up his life. He fucked up his life, and he works for an agency that you know re- recruits people to take care of their money, basically. Uh, the NFL, mainly football, because that's what he was when he retired early. And it's kind of true because most athletes today, they get, you know, they're kind of raised in a way where, you know, they don't have that much money. So once mm-hmm. they finally make it big and people in these companies start writing these huge checks for them, they don't manage it correctly. So their team is supposed to help them manage their money better and, you know, hold their money, whatever, and make deals with them. That's what most, you know, agencies are. So in the last episode or last season, Dwayne got fired from this really high-class agency who's going to try to start his own. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the show is great. Uh, it's very raunchy and real in the gutter, yeah. raw, funny, uh, hilarious. Definitely makes you want to, you know, get your money right before you can try oh, to live yeah. certain <laughs> aspects of the life. Not all of it. Some of that's just too much, but... Uh, great. I I give that a 9.5. Dude, yeah. that's a 10, boy. That's yeah. a 10. Because uh, with everything that Richard said, the cast is amazing. Uh, Omar Miller as Charles Green. You have even have uh, fucking Dulé Hill 
from Psych, which Psych is getting a movie that's coming here pretty soon. Um, you have uh, Rob uh, Cordry, who is Cleveland Brown. He plays Joe, who uh, the Rock's right hand man in everything in business. Uh, you have Richard Schiff, who is Mr. Anderson, the guy that they work for, and the list goes on and on and on. I do want to mention that we finally got to meet Andre Allen, who is Andy Garcia who is the man that The Rock feels screwed him over because he was his agent when he was coming up. So there's a lot of great talent from the people that are uh, players, actual ball players, actors, um, and then you have those legendary actors that are sprinkled into this show that is on its third season that is uh, highly critically acclaimed. Our very last trailer that we're going to talk about is one I don't, you tried to watch but you didn't really get into mm-hmm. is Insecure Season 2. Are you originally from here? Yeah. You live near here? Yep. So where you from? Honestly, it doesn't matter what I say because this isn't going anywhere. How are you still single? Hey! Oh. Well, that's exactly what the case. Tired of this dating stuff? Oh, sorry. Girl, I always wanted to have a whole phase. Can you teach me how to hoe? That's rude. And yes. <laughs> I'm done second guessing myself. Green shirt. That's all you, boo. Girl, hurry your slow looking ass up. It's my sexy walk. I might never come down. I might never come down. Nice and short and to the point. Uh, the cast is uh, Issa Rae, uh, Vane Orji, Orjay, Orjai. <laughs> I don't fucking know how to pronounce her name. But then you have uh, Jay Ellis and you have Lisa Joyce among another all-star cast. And basically Issa is in this relationship that she's not happy with. And it's her working, her man Jay, who is not working, he's actually uh, this smart tech guy. He's trying to launch an app. But he's been going on these interviews, hasn't got anything, and at the end of season one, he gets a job, but dum-bum-bum-bum, Issa ends up sleeping with her old flame. And this is back and forth about the relationship, and she goes on a girl's night out. But it's it's a perspective of, uh, I think, a little bit of uh, black culture in their area. And because they talk about the youth programs and how to the outreach programs that she works with, then they also talk about her culture and like can't a lot of can I find a good mate? Well, it's because you don't want one. You don't want a good black man. You want to just hoe out is what her friend basically does. Nobody's ever good enough for you, but you don't give them a chance. You always shut people down, and you have your own you have your own faults. And then Easter's relationship, did I really do everything to make this work? Was I being faithful? Were we doing this? And it shows you different aspects of different relationships and friendships as well, how they help you navigate certain things that happen, but also is that detrimental to your relationship, listening to somebody that doesn't have their stuff together. So it's a nice little uh, show, probably about 30 minutes, that makes you think. And everything, the title is always as fuck, so dumb as fuck. Uh, lazy as fuck, sleepy as fuck, and it, it just talks about Issa's life in that reality. Um, I, I just me personally, I couldn't get into it, mm-hmm. but I, I I applaud her because she's actually used to do all these YouTube videos mm-hmm. about her being awkward in relationships and being socially awkward. I think that's yeah. what it was about, and that progressed into them actually doing YouTube shows, which has progressed to An HBO, HBO series. Yeah, series. And if you look into this video, there's a lot of social media actors who are on social media acting. And it's so cool because you get to see, you know, creators starting from the bottom and actually getting somewhere. And it shows how the day and age that we are in, if you truly want to do something, you can do it. Now, anyways, back to the show. Um, I'm probably still not going to watch it. Mm. (laughs) But I honestly give it about an 8.5. It looks good. It looks funny. Uh, Her character, for some reason, like even when her YouTube thing was trying to, you know, jump off, 
when my sister would show me clips of it, I would laugh. But when I watched it, I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, and it's like just, you just want certain parts of it. Like the whole the thing as a whole is not something about no something about her. It just doesn't sit right with me. But I applaud her, and I ain't trying to say nothing bad against her because man, she's doing her thing. She didn't put the work in, but it's I don't just know. Not it's your just, bag. just not just not my cup of tea. Yeah. I love the show. I like watching it. Uh, but you do know I have to watch Ballers first of and course. after. And they're both. <laughs> and this one's also on HBO. Correct. So these, and it is out now. It is out now. Everything started on the 23rd. So you can catch up on season one of uh, Insecure. And you can catch up on season one or two of Ballers and then roll right into season three. So you got some shit to binge. But other than that, we're about to uh, call the day and close the duffel bag. Zip. Now, let's go ahead and go into one of our favorite segments, because last episode we covered three fucking episodes. It's time, and you hear the music for DBS. Now, episode 100, Out of Control, The Savage Berserk Awakens. We start in the midst of a battle that's been going on for three episodes, and now it is time for the Saiyans from Universe 6 take on at least two of the Saiyans from Universe 7, Goku and Vegeta. What did you think going into this episode? Going into it? Yeah. I was excited because it's, it's, it's a tournament. I don't think there's going to be one episode that I'm not going to be excited for. Okay. Uh, especially while the tournament's going on. Uh, and that's just Dragon Ball in general. You know, When there's a saga going on, you're not never excited mm, to see uh, what's yeah. happening next. Um, but once you got into it, how'd you feel? I was feeling good. I it, it, it happened exactly how I knew it was going to happen when <laughs> Goku and the old girl, um, yeah, which was, that they were going we'll to bond and it. everything like that. But uh, watching it, I felt like it was good. Now this is what like when I was watching, I was like, okay. Now ask me about how I felt afterwards. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Wait a second. We're gonna go to the bonding real quick because when I saw, it, I was like, okay, Richard got he got that right, but it showed that Saiyans are almost. It's like uh, Kale is and Kale and Kaba are not your typical Saiyans that we've known. They're more like Goten and Gohan, or Goten and Trunks. Uh, real reserved. I don't know where that fucking shyness comes from. From I don't, I don't have a Saiyan to compare that to for Kale. But when we get to Kalaflia, she's like Goku and Vegeta because she's enamored. She thinks so highly of herself that she can do anything. Go ahead and show me this next one. Oh, yeah. Well, do you have enough power for this? And so that kind of happened, and Beerus had to get in Goku's ass. But how did you feel after... Uh, the the kale turned super legendary saiyan and her and goku got into it and then towards the end of it because there's a lot of stuff that did not happen this episode that i thought was for damn sure gonna happen what do you think was gonna happen i thought that hit and uh jiren were going to do at least something with each other just square Hit's off real too quick smart for that i hit, don't even i think hit clearly understands that situation see? Hit is not about to uh, walk because hit, hit, hit is an assassin and granted he can't fight head on head and he gets he gets stronger as the battle goes out but goes he's an assassin number one mm, he's so a not he's not about to approach the elite of the the most strongest person that's on the field uh, the justice squad on. he's not about to approach him head on mm. at all at all and even because and even jaren i don't think jaren's about to just run up on him he's gonna no. i think they're gonna what i think they they know each other what would be smart is if they could get some sacrifice, some pawns to get some crucial hits in, but everybody's mangled up in their own deal. We saw, and this goes out to uh, Aaron Powell, because he kind of gave us some shit about talking about Tien, 
when they did that close up of the group, Dude, I, don't, I don't think I saw Tien at all. I, I saw Gohan, Tien, Piccolo, if, and Master Roshi. For everybody out there who Tien is your boy. Some gay ass shit. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I, no, no, he's it's not gay, but uh, just you gotta let Tn just. I mean, Tn is a scrub compared to these people, and that's nothing against Tn. That's nothing against that shit. If I was out there, I would be. I would be worse than Tn. Well, I'll be worse yeah. than Yamcha. But Tn's a scrub. You have to understand. Tn is a scrub. Now they might be trying to set up something for Tn mm-hmm. since they did drop Krillin first. They yeah. might be trying to set up something for TN. I would not hold my breath out there, TN fans. Do not hold your breath waiting for TN, TN to have to his moment. Be a Super Saiyan. But there yeah. is a chance that TN might pull some type of weird situation on his ass. I doubt it. The, the only thing that I could think of is TN jumps up and does his tri beam and clears the uh, the the stage from underneath somebody and they fall through and he gets like I, four or five people. I'll, I'll be super surprised that happened. But hey, we're not going to talk about TN because he yeah, wasn't yeah. even in this episode. But exactly. uh, with everybody, because I saw it on I saw it on, on Facebook too. People was upset that Hit and, and Jaren didn't square off. Mm-hmm. I think those people, you guys just want to see something so bad pop because, off because everybody has been fighting multiple so you want to one on one cuz that's what let i want let it build up let it build up man like you know you this is a, like this is okay. almost like we royal rumble we're not about to see the top hall of famers or the top they'll, they'll lock up for a minute they'll lock up they, they'll, they'll look at each other and then they'll go off fighting everybody else until like all the other motherfuckers then came in and left the ring so you think akira is going a new a new japan wrestling wwe i mean it's just why no why, because why play your top cards off the back. Because the longer battle goes on, the weaker you may get. Except for there's just... too many other there's too many characters to try to implicate the longer the battle goes on, the better it's gonna be. Because if Hit and Jaren start fighting now, where technically there's only one universe gone, and there's still a shit ton of people on the on the map that we haven't even seen yet. If they start just true. going at it right then now, everybody's gonna get wiped off. Everybody's gonna get wiped off. Or we're going to see this epic battle, and then we're going to be like, okay, who's going to be able to even come close to this raw-ass battle? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's, that's yeah. what's going to happen. And that's why – and Hit is not an idiot. When he was walking up on Jaren, when they was walking together, facing each other, I think they both realized, okay, we got to figure out something with this uh, crazy bitch. Because Hit basically stood around the whole time, like in the same spot. Yeah, and as you see, everybody know who Hit is. That's why no one has tried to run up on him. That's why no mm, one's trying to run true. up on Jaren because they all they everybody knows these two motherfuckers. Goku, everybody hates Goku. So even though Goku may have a higher power level than everybody, yeah, they're else, gonna try to get rid of him. Yeah, because they don't like the they don't like him because you know it's his fault that their universes are put in this situation. And um, so yeah, no, how I felt after the episode. Yeah, I was actually low key pissed off. Why? What you this was a off? perfect opportunity. To make my boy canon. And yep. they didn't do it. They could have made Brawly canon, but they didn't do it. They could have easily, you could tell they was fucking with you. Because they could have easily been like, go for like, oh shit, Vegeta, this motherfucker's like Brawly. Boom, that's it. I know. This motherfucker had three fucking movies. How do you not make him canon? I uh... No, that know. was bullshit. No, I know. That I know. was bullshit. They should have made him canon. I, I'm still holding reserve on something, like from Beerus to say something. Because like you said, Broly's got 
four movies. Dude, if Beerus says something, it's still bullshit because Goku and Vegeta both got hands put on them good enough. <laughs> Gohan did too. Good enough where Brawley should have been mentioned. But that's the same thing as uh, Garlic Jr. He's been mentioned in Dragon Ball, but he has only been seen in movies. And, like, that's, he's been and in, that's fine. They made him canon. When yeah, they but did I mean, that. they but For, all the people that he fought the Z Fighters, he never fought them. So he was just mentioned by Kami saying that I had this this evil that, and they showed like his figure and everything that opposed me when I was trying to be, you know, the the god of this planet. And this was a time, like I said. The way Brawley put hands on them compared to Garlic, nothing against Dark Garlic Jr. Because Garlic Jr. was yeah. the shit during his time. But the way Brawley put hands on them hmm. multiple times, they should have made him canon. Well, For Goku to sit there and look like, ooh, shit. You just, you saw the fear in Goku's eye. Like he remembered Brawley. <laughs> but he, but he but was he like, went, uh... shit, this must, ooh. And Vegeta was like, hey, Goku, uh, Hey, watch out, dog. He, he that that bitch looking kind of familiar right but, now. But did you want to see Vegeta crying again? He don't need to cry because his power has is way stronger than what uh, it was well, when he fought when he fought Brawley in the movies. Yeah, he's a lot he was stronger. A Super Saiyan he he then, should yeah. have been. A, he should be a lot stronger than what a legendary Super Saiyan is. But now, apparently, Super Saiyan Blue. Well, it's hard to say because Goku did the Kamehameha, but he went. He was already Super Saiyan 2 and had to go Super Saiyan Blue fighting Kale and hit her with a Kamehameha. So he should have known how much power to use. And she walked through that motherfucker like she was walking through the sun. It's like she was basking in that shit. Now, I don't think they can compare him to Brawley. I, I would have been fine with saying this is their legendary Super Saiyan because, and we don't we, we can't test their power because apparently this universe, and this is what other people got to understand because other people are getting pissed that off that, uh, See, that they were able to turn Super Saiyan a lot easier than yeah, you know, I didn't Goku. care about that. It's a different universe. We don't know what their elements makes them because potentially if, even if be Kaba stronger. could do it through fear and then teach her then obviously there's other components but we've only seen like you say in one side of the story because vegeta said it was just a nobility thing so you only thought when he was talking about super saiyan vegeta was going to be the the only super saiyan and then what happened well super saiyan has to be pure of heart okay goku got it oh shit vegeta's super saiyan now he's not pure of heart so everything keeps getting rewritten every time because we don't have specific parameters, right? I saw this one dude say, "Now all you gotta do is twerk." Yeah, just wiggle your hips and shit, and you, you can become it. But I'm not knocking them for being able to become Super Saiyan easier. No, but it adds a new dynamic, and I like it. Um, and we but need it was females. nice showing that uh, Jaren was like, you know, he he realized he assessed the situation. Both him and Hit assessed the situation like. Oh shit! Something something don't feel right all of a sudden, and even because even Hit was about to try to do something, but Jaren was just like, "Yeah, this 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 bitch about to go, mm, bitch. Ah, I ain't gonna kill you, but you gonna power but down." You got, and he didn't even knock her out of the playing field Mm-mm. for whatever reason. Which yeah, he could I, I thought he was because she would have went back to the stands and been all right, but he just knocked her out. He just knocked her cold out, Boom. and he sat there. Those two squared up, Hit and Jaren. This is where everybody was excited for and then seeing something right the there. Motherfuckers jumped into the dust because Hit has a Hit is not going. Hit's not like Goku, and that's what everybody's failing to realize. Everybody mm-hmm. wants you know a one on one action. That's Goku shit. Mm-hmm. That's Goku. I'll put it. Like that. That's Goku's bullshit. Yeah, that's Vegeta's. That's yeah. Vegeta's yeah. bullshit. That's what. Dumbass solo non-team fighters do. They go heads up with random people because all they're thinking about is themselves and thinking about, you know, I want to test my strength, which I'm not knocking that if it's uh, a normal tournament. This is a tournament yeah. that's going to eliminate your universe. The whole you, universe and everybody's everybody's everybody fucking life. selfish, dude. 
That's why Hit was like, they picked her up and he was like, all right, we need to regroup. Ninja vanished and they and fucking he went did into the, the smoke. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Jaren was just probably about to sit there because he know no one about to know. Oh, he dumb already saw so many people him. run up on him and be like, mm, nah. no. So then <laughs> Goku comes out of nowhere, <laughs> which is and just laughs right behind him. Unless I'm, I, what I'm hoping for is that you know, and I'm pretty confident that him and Vegeta, or at least Goku, one of them, has a, another form yeah, that we I've, haven't seen yet. I've seen. Uh, some things that were said by Akira that hint to Goku getting pushed to the limit by several people and Jiren. And there's a possibility of uh, a character that we want to become canon. I don't know, but he gets pushed to the limits, but it has severe, it and takes a severe toll on him. So I'm, I'm either seeing another transformation or a fusion. That's what Dude, I see. That f- if it Gogeta fusion, I see a Gogeta fusion. That would be sick. Because I can't see them doing a Vegeta, a Vegeta fusion. Because no, they don't have, they can't they, get they the can't rings toss the ears no down there. Tools. Um, <laughs> so, but if I see the, if I see the Gogeta fusion, I see that. Um, I see basically shit Gohan. gets realized to uh, Goku that do you 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 did fuck up. You fucked up. Like, all these other universes, everybody's mad at you for legit reasons, dude. They all got families, and half these motherfuckers ain't even that strong. But you put them in a situation that's going to jeopardize their whole livelihood. Yeah, and they can't do nothing. And they against, can't do nothing they about can't it. can't do nothing against Zeno, so they've got to put Hell no. <laughs> and it's fucked up because all they had was what, two days to try to train. Yeah. Yeah, Goku put them in a fucked up situation. But he did. He did. Goku did give them more time because Zeno's just going to get rid of all of them except for four universes. That's what they said at the beginning. He said he planned. If Goku never would have said shit. Well, no, if, if Champa and Beerus never would have had their tournament over fucking Earth, who could who could take over Universe 7 Earth, Zeno's wouldn't even thought about a tournament. He would have erased everything. That was already mentioned. That is true. But Goku's taking it to a whole nother level with a I just want to fight whole and not level. even he took it as a a selfish why, mentality. I, I want Gohan to get that power up. That would be nice. That would be nice for Gohan to go uh DC. Super Saiyan White. I say no, but because everybody keeps on giving up hope, maybe Akira sees himself because he he based Gohan after maybe Akira's like, you know what? I want to be the hero this time. Because Gohan I is getting so. power. I mean, and I'm he's not going knocking for a new deal. Goku or Vegeta. I know I no. talk a lot of shit on Goku, but Goku's like, you know, but, I got he's like triple OG. This is why I've been watching Dragon Ball Z, and I've been watching the Namek saga. Gohan was training on fucking Namek while Bulma was sitting there playing with the fucking scouter, doing kicks. He trained with Krillin on the way up there. He was getting ready for like, you know what? Fuck school. I'm about to I'm about to take over Dad's spot when I get older. And I think this is a transition for him to actually do that, to be the one to either. Be smart enough to outsmart the grand, the great priest and Zenos to to tell them like, hey, you enjoyed this. If you destroy all these, if you keep these universes going, you're never going to get this again. Because are you going to keep going until everything's zero? And then Zenos like, well, I can create it again. But yeah, but there's no one like us. So you're going to have to wait X amount of years to get back to where there's a Saiyan and a Super Saiyan. He might do something like that and be like, just Gohan steps in and takes out every, you know, takes over that leader role or that hero role. Or again, you know, fusion or Goku gets that new form that they keep showing pictures of his back. Or you know, it'd be super cool. And this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to end on this one. Okay, um, it'd be super cool because, as we know, something something's fishy is going on in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, even if it's between Frieza or something fishy with the angels, mm-hmm. something fishy. We didn't even talk about them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they, they've hinted too much across of you know, there's there's a big thing going on. And what would be cool is if uh, you know we we see the fights that we won't. 
We see Hit and you know Goku or Hit and Jaren or Jaren and Goku, whatever. Mm-hmm. We see Go Gohan uh, step up as a legit leader. Um, we see Tan take his L that we all know he's going to take. We see Master Roshi do whatever. But anyway, what I'm getting at is maybe at the end, where when the true villain shows his face and whatnot, we see Gohan being the leader one over a new team like a mm. Jaren Hit. Goku and Vegeta. Mm. We see Gohan taking the reins Take on that. It. Okay. That would be cool. That would be nice. That would be badass. Cause there's, and, I of mean, course, I think he would have to have a ascendant version of his mystic uh, transformation. Yeah. Because he that mystic version is still not him going Super Saiyan. Mm-mm. So, and then what... I'm, nothing else, not too much after this, but what happens after that is Gohan, like, Gohan's like, man, I got to make a choice. Because I'm the one leading this deal, and we still have, you know, because Zenos, the priests, the angels, they can go whenever, wherever, and their multiple universe. What if he has to leave like Goku and further his training and further his. Uh, I, don't his think he would, I don't think he would do that. So he, the the boy that, sacrif- that is complaining about the. Not complaining, but he's like, we got to do this, mom, because the world's going to be destroyed. With multiple universes involved, and he's already kind of defeated this deal, you don't think he'd go off and. I and think- be the hero, hero, and then come back. Nope, I don't, I don't think Gohan's gonna leave his family. Mm. I mean, he left his family for this, but he had no choice, and they all understood. But I don't think. Yeah, afterwards, yeah, I don't before think he's, he's trying to, to keep a secret. I don't think he's going to take on a job that's going to make know. him the patrol of the universe. Because I think Go. No, just for like, if if there was more, like, say there was another arc where he had to, and then everything would be. Why fine. would he have to though? We don't know. I don't, I don't because think even would. if he even if he defeats him like the angels we we don't know if now, they can be killed. Now, if something like that happened, like let's say the angels something like that transpired to after yeah. the tournament and made this thing, that's where I think Gohan. That's where my my whole theory was. Gohan is the the not leader, maybe not even the strongest, but he's the one that's bringing everybody together to say, "Hey, we got." He's we the heart. Do this. He's the heart of the group, and he's yes. the one the driving force behind. But after success. all that's done and the universe is saved, mm. Goku's not about to become a trunks. And I say Trunks because, you know, Trunks took on that role of being, you know, the time patroller dude Mm, thing. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. I don't know. I don't know. Gohan's not about to do that because Because he understands what it felt like not having his dad around. No, you can't say that. that. No, no, he did. There was only a couple years when Goku was dead. A couple of years? Goku stayed dead. They were uh, <laughs> six months when he got back. There was four years before between Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. No, no, no. And then the, there was two times before uh, there was the androids. There was the hyperbolic time chamber because him Talk Gohan about in the and front tri- yard. No, when him Piccolo and Gohan went out to the mountains and was training. That they was com- Piccolo. No, that was that was, that was all three of them. Goku should have took that by himself. Piccolo wanted to get stronger, so he wanted to train with Goku. He should. They should have broke that up. And he no, gone, hey, Piccolo, no, no, no. Man, I got. I need to spend some time with my son one on one. And he spent years in the hyperbolic time chamber with He's, Gohan, which was technically just a day for Goku. No, it was yeah, years like him and him and Vegeta going in there. So he's got at least accumulated seven years with his son out of How is Gohan's nineteen right now. Yeah, no, is he's it? he's over twenty one, dude. He's like in his mid twenties. Are you sure? Yeah, because when uh, what's his name ended, he was eighteen. He yeah, because I well, think when he he just went to high school. He, he and through he, the boost saga, that wasn't a year. That was what he's, a couple but of days. I think he didn't have his kid until he was after grad. He's already graduated, working his normal job. I thought he was still in school, but he was so smart they accelerated his program. I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know. know. I never heard of that. But but still, Anyways, he's got at least six years with his dude. son. 
not the hyperbolic time chamber don't that count does, that for does count years because all they were doing all goku was trying to do was get stronger no he's goku. getting gohan stronger because okay this is what happened after <laughs> after dude no I know, I know you got no. goku shirt i know you look up uh, to goku and everything no. like that dude and goku's because my you're boy shitting on him too much goku's my boy you're shitting on him too much because and it's because people who? have to realize in dragon ball z goku's role was superman he died a shit ton of times, mm-hmm. but they kept bringing him back because he was Superman. In mm-hmm. Super, they're taking a different approach for Goku's attitude. Don't smile at me like that. What are you saying? <laughs> I'm just saying. His attitude is selfish as fuck. It's, it's selfish as shit. And immature. And you're starting, and I know it's because maybe I've grown now, so I'm able to uh, see Goku's immaturity that I didn't see back then. And honestly, back then, I didn't really, really see it because I was just like, man, Goku just died. That's why he's yeah. not around. All right, Goku died again. That's why he's not around for this amount of time. What? Okay, Goku came back because the Earth was, you know, getting turmoil. Did he see Gohan? Okay, he, he, him and Gohan, him and Gohan didn't get to you know, actually talk, talk. And he made but the he choice. Had to go back. He made the choice to stay dead because he was the main cause of all the evil coming to Earth. Mm-hmm. So, like a good he father, realized it. He realized and a good it. hero. He realized at it. the end of the Dragon but Ball. But now, Z. as you see, he gives two flying fucks oh. <laughs> <laughs> if he's the reason to because all he's going to get called back anyway. Everybody keeps calling him back. Keep using the Dragon Balls and, and call GT, his ass back. He, he, they didn't call his ass back for a cool ass minute. Yeah, they let him train. They didn't. He call just him he back. just took he, he just came took back because he was with Oob. He needed to train Oob to take over, which would have been Gohan's spot. And when he was done with Oob's training, he came back and spent time with Pan and Goten. That's right. Yeah. And that so he was a family man in there. And then all that other shit went happen, and he was out in the galaxy. Anyway, yeah, but, but all I'm saying is this: super is legit. <laughs> super is legit. I, I I'm excited about every arc they do. Uh, I talk a lot of shit on Goku just because well, that's what I got to do. No, you don't. I mean, that's fine. The whole deal was Piccolo did not want to just take Gohan and raise him. He told him he needed. Of course not. Go, go. Piccolo's like, nigga, this is not my kid. No, no. I mean, he wanted Gohan because he saw his power on the battlefield. And he told Krillin he was taking him and training him. It wasn't like go. He and, was supposed to go there and realize that Goku looked at that as an opportunity. Like, oh, Ooh, player, you you my you mind watching my kid? It's just like a parent with a really good babysitter. They're gonna be uh, like, hey, hey uh, I, I kind of want to go do some stuff real quick. You, 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 you mind watching little Gohan? Uh, yeah, I'll watch him, dude. Hey, hey, teach him how to drive too, man. I, I know I don't know how to drive, so I ain't about to do that. Piccolo either. didn't know how to drive. Either. He went yeah. to the same. So okay, so if you guys want me to redeem Goku, you'll get it when I go to L.A. August tenth through the fifteenth. On Krillin. But no, I'm just saying, uh, Dragon Ball Super, episode 20, uh, episode 100 was like episode, uh, when they first started their very first term. I think it was in like 20, 26, 27, or maybe that was a Frieza arc. But uh, that tournament gave yeah. me the same kind of feels. But this one, yeah, the Battle yeah. Royale, um, uh, Kale just, just walked up on Goku and grabbed him like a little bitch. Man, even Kale ran Blue. through. I know we kind of got off subject, but yeah, Kale ran through that motherfucker. But the fight before that with him and Kalaflia. That was all right. That was but, a good fight. And he told he's like, "Hey, you ain't ready for Super Saiyan three. You're you're not you're not ready for." And this. I was I was going to see like, are they about to make Super Saiyan three? Exactly you know, for a female character. I, I was hoping, but I was like, no, let's just go ahead and get with. I the think fight. yeah, she was super like Gotenks. Mm-hmm. But, oh, dude, yeah. But it was a great episode. We had a lot of stuff, and we I, I, correction. I did pull up Dragon Ball Super while we were talking. Tien was there. He gave praise to Master Roshi. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, "That's our Master Roshi Sama." So he was there. He was in the background, but Gohan's. Keeping to his group, he's got Tien, Piccolo, Master Roshi fighting there right in front of that wall so they can't get knocked off. 
and just holding their ground while Android 17 and 18 are using their infinite energy to go out and, and bust shit up. Then you have Goku and Vegeta. Vegeta got a got a little question from his his little Padawan there, his disciple. Man, his little Padawan told him too, like, "Hey, uh, you ready to bang?" Because I thought he's gonna be like, "Oh, hey, hi, Vegeta Sama," and blah blah blah. But he's like, "Vegeta Sama." turn super saiyan i'm like man you remember what blue did to your ass last time so but he's been training with kale and Califlea, so he might be a little bit better but next episode goku and jiren square off or that's what it seems like uh we got a lot yeah, of so what do you think is going to happen uh next week i think goku's going to try to we saw the team uh the ginyu force team mm-hmm. or the what is it called the trooper power team mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, Justice Pals or whatever, whatever. the fuck they is. The, the elite galaxy force. But yeah, we got to see them going off together because all of them had their little fucking montage where they're standing to the side showing their face. Um, I think Goku and Vegeta, Android 18 and them will rejoin the group briefly to kind of assess the area. If not, it, they're just going out swinging. Going out swinging and Gohan's got to make a group with the team. But I want to see the other universes because that universe with all the the females looks like they have some power and we haven't been seeing them because i think there's like really five main females in super that aren't from universe six or seven that have uh held their own and been beating the shit out of people so i think we're going to get a look at some some other universes yeah and see I, how I think, we, I think we're about to it'd be cool if the next two episodes even though everybody's you know ready for the jaren and goku face off it'd be cool if we see uh jaren's team mm-hmm. fighting some people and then gohan's team fighting some people and yeah. then see those two go at it with each other. Cause that, that would be a good fight. Cause mm-hmm. you can tell from watching the previews, their team works creepily well together, like in sync with each other as they was taking out opponents in the previews. And I think the Z fighters can do the same thing. So it'd be nice yeah. to see those two fight. Yeah. I'm down. And honestly, it'd be cool to see hit and Vegeta fight. And then Goku Man. and Jiren fight. Because, yeah, and you, this is the last thing I got to say because Vegeta takes so many L's, dude. He he paves the way for Goku to come in because he's the first one that gets the ass whooping. He stopped beating the shit out of people with Zarbon, I think. The Dorian Zarbon because he got his ass whooped by Zarbon, went into the, the little healing tank and came back out and beat the fuck out of him in his beast form. And then after that, Frieza killed him. Then he, he landed on Earth. Him and Gohan got into it. He he beat the shit out of Gohan, little kid Gohan, four-year-old Gohan. Uh, what, was, what was after that? Androids and, and Cell, and he's just taking L's. He powered up, made it to Super Vegeta, had a chance to kill Cell, didn't do that. So I want Vegeta to take on Redeem. him and take him down. Yeah. Actually, I, I think Vegeta got a trump card. Because even though he's been, even though the power tournament, even though he's been kind of taking L's, he's just been in Super Saiyan form. That is true. Yeah. And he's pissed off too. And he, and he, but he did snap back a, on somebody. Yeah, I feel like there's a reason why he's just holding everything back. Because he is, like, both of them. He's not even in Super Saiyan 2. No, he's Super Saiyan 1. Both him and Goku are natural, instinctive fighters. And they're, they're battle uh, generals, if you will. And so I think he's got some up his sleeve. One last fun fact Vegeta's mustache in uh, Dragon Ball GT was the original concept and thought of and drawn by Akira Toriyama at one point in time. So everybody that doesn't like the mustache, Akira said, fuck you, and gave him beards like real men. So that is it for Dragon Ball Super. We went over all the goodness at uh, San Diego Comic-Con, uh, the trailers that came from Marvel, DC. We even went over our favorite HBO shows, or at least one of our favorite HBO shows, um, and then had to end it with Dragon Ball Super. Is there anything that you want to leave with the people before you give them your deets, Richard? Man, just... uh 
stay tuned. This is a really good episode. We got more episodes coming out. We got a lot more things we're planning to do with the show. We got some really cool interviews coming up. We're all we're just getting super hyped about episode one hundred. That's right of the Elijah Bailey show. Uh, shout out to Caleb Haldane from Red Six to Golden Corral. Just uh, once again, he's always pushing the the bar higher. Uh, he's having like a really cool thing for the podcasters, and I just want to let him know if he listens to this. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's very nice. Now, where can people find you? Black and Studios, bitch. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. <laughs> and also Snapchat. You snapping. Uh, I'm snapping every you're once snapping. in a while. There we go. Uh, you can also go to the website, blackandstudios.com. We can find all the episodes. And Elijah Bailey episode is, or Elijah Bailey show is the premiere podcast currently right now. Yay! I do love that. Thank yes. you. Got to give a shout out, and I've saved it to the end of the show, to the extraordinary journey of a black nerd group, Anime Universe. Black Nerd Squad, Black Nerd Which, Problems. I don't like them. You don't like Anime Universe? Nope. Why not? A bunch of bitches. Okay. Whiny bitches. All right. But that's what I say, though. <laughs> and the opinions and views of me don't reflect Black Asus or the Elijah Bailey Show. No, they're not They're not whiny. I'm just joking. You can tell they're a younger generation, though. Yeah. Um, but they do let us push the show. And I appreciate there. that. So, yeah, yeah. I really yeah. appreciate that. And I do like the feedback that they give. Uh, thank you to the OKC Podcast community, Jennifer Crawford and Podcasting Smarter. Uh, thank you, My Fantasy Sports Talk, where I am a writer of all things entertainment and comics. Other than that, you guys can find The Elijah Bailey Show on Facebook at the official Elijah Bailey Show Facebook page, which last week we almost had 200 new followers to the page. Thank you, guys. Uh, we continue to go in stride, so there's going to be a lot more stuff coming to that page. Also, find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Elijah Bailey Show. That's S-H-O without the W. Send your emails to Show at gmail.com. And if that is too fucking hard to go into the email in the to section, to the from section, and type in what the subject is and all that other bullshit, which I still do read those emails, go to iTunes, simply subscribe, rate, and review. And in that review, you can type in your comment or tell us how awesome we are. And you can do the same thing at our official hosting site podbeam just go in there hit the heart button show us a little bit of love and leave something in the comment section now there are some debates there are some polls on our patreon page www.patreon.com forward slash elijah bailey show i put a little poll out says who is the sleeper of the dbz universe 7 group Android 17, 18. If someone Master said TN, TN or I'm Piccolo. leaving the studio right now. <laughs> I don't think anybody said TN okay. yet. I think we've got Android 17, Piccolo, and Master Roshi. Because Master Roshi is keeping that team together. He said, we knew this was going to happen. So go to our Patreon page. Simply follow. But what we do love is if you contribute to the show because that brings you more exclusive content. It gives us opportunities to give you things in better quality, uh, especially videos. I, I love my iPhone 7, but I would like to get my hands on uh, just something a little bit more high-tech. So when you see me, you see me crystal clear. But go to Patreon. Dude, you look pretty crystal clear on that iPhone 7. I, I, I do. But, uh, I mean, you know, you know, I don't have a lot of memory on my iPhone 7. That's what it is. You just want to be bad and bougie. Oh, man. Yes, I do. But go there. Vote on the poll. Let us know who you think the sleeper is. And I give a little bit of background. So, uh, Piccolo, I think I said, uh, this Namek, formerly known as King Piccolo Jr., and I go through his backstory, how many people he's fought, the battles he's won, who do you think is the actual sleeper that I haven't been given credit to? In Dragon Ball Super, 
other than that, thank you guys so much. Make sure to check out our sponsors at Ripped Apparel. Uh, go to Ripped Apparel, use promo code Elijah Bailey Show. Get 10% off on anything that you purchase. They got some badass shirts uh, all this week coming up for our movie themes. They just had a Thor Ragnarok one. Uh, there'll be some more out this week, but go there, show them a little bit of love. I'm Elijah Bailey. I'm Rich Tapper. And we'll catch your ass in the next podcast. Hey everybody, this is the Prophet Elijah 5000 back at the end of the show with everything you want and need to know. And I'm going to hit this up real quick because we had a bust-ass show, so I'm going to get you this information. So podcast of the week is one of my favorites, Stuff Mom Never Told You. Tune in to Stuff Mom Never Told You to hear co-hosts Emily Aries and Bridget Todd keep it real with research-driven rundown of the ever-evolving challenges facing women today and throughout history paired with smart strategic solutions to further women's lives careers and activism new episodes come out every Wednesday and Friday you can find this show on iTunes make sure to subscribe rate and review and let them know the Elijah Bailey show sent you cosplay of the week is the amazing the man of a thousand and one cosplays spectra underscore cos that's s-p-e-c-t-r-a underscore c-o-s and he's done amazing cosplays from nightwing frozo cyborg finn from star wars ronald from borders land aquaman and much much more go follow him on itunes again let him know the elijah bailey show sent you manga of the month is Food Wars, Shokugeki no Soma. Again, a wonderful manga and anime about food, about fun, about challenges. Make sure to check that out. I wouldn't be recommending it if it wasn't the shit. And anime of the month is Gintama, one of my favorite parody anime about sweets, samurai, and aliens. You can find all the links to these in the descriptions of the show when you go to iTunes or Podbean. I'm Elijah Bailey, and I will catch your ass in the next podcast.